All right, guys, this is episode number two. Welcome to the Unguided Outdoors podcast that is brought to you by Trophy Line Tree Saddles. We have been in the car all day long. Seemed like 20 hours. Jeez, it was rough. And man, Phil did a great job driving us here. Yeah, he did fantastic. Guys, um, it was rough. Holding that passenger seat down. It was rough down. driving never the entire moved. way here. Dude, wow, dude, editing podcast said he had a hemorrhoids from sitting in the seat because he sure didn't do nothing else oh uh, well we are on our way to the attack uh, shoot and what town is this does anyone silver we are staying in Silverthorne, colorado and yeah, we ate at a really cool restaurant called sauce tonight great steak and the best mashed potatoes i've ever had in it my was life. phenomenal the atmosphere and everything was really good yeah yeah it was really good setting liked it so i think the topic of this podcast that we're going to do and we're going to try to keep all our podcasts around the 20 to 25 minute range 30 minutes maybe did i already say this is brought to you by trophy line tree sales yeah, you did. did okay i have to make sure i but do that's Sean okay right. yeah. okay he heard it twice now we're also on our way to tax shoot yeah i think i've already said that yeah too. did you so they're getting yeah. the double oh. dose yeah do i need to tell them we just drove all the way from phil <laughs> <laughs> drove this is yeah, this idiot was on his phone earlier okay so anyways i think this podcast we're going to do is just kind of like a get to know um, obviously, you know, I would assume most of y'all watch our YouTube, kept up with us on Instagram, TikTok, whatever social media platforms that you found us on. But through this podcast, maybe we'll pick up some new listeners, people that aren't used to us. Let's, uh, how about we go through our most successes and failures, um, of our hunts. We'll yeah. just start with that. So who wants to start it? You got it in mind there, Benjamin? Um, as far as failures, we'll start with failures. Yeah, start with first, failures. all three of us, and then we'll do the old. Yeah. Okay. Highlights. I've had a lot of failures, guys. I'm not gonna lie to you. Um, I would say probably one of my one of my biggest failures, most disappointing. Okay, okay. yeah, let's go with that. Most disappointing because it's hard to say failures. I mean, anyways, my most disappointing was two years ago in Colorado. Um, we was mule deer hunting uh me and phil and a couple other buddies and uh we had been watching this buck big buck he was oh this one's bad i forgot about this 190 i'm talking biggest deer ever we had seen him at about 100 yards earlier that day and come back that night and he's we get up on him what 30 yards Uh 34 30, i'm then. talking chip shot 30 yards i pull back i mean he's broadside no wind blowing nothing pull back let the arrow fly he kicks up on his hind two legs uh, we just said done. done i'm talking it was high-fiving all around <laughs> cheers son we was just partying i'm talking feel about to choke me out son. <laughs> we, we was i did ch- the old benfield oh yeah we was jacked up monster buck so we go back look at the footage review it heart the bush I, i've ben actually heard mixed stories about that i hit it trevor twig. and cameron said he just missed i didn't hear nothing about that no he it's, hit a, he it, did it, the twig oh it's, not, it's a bush right right there yeah, yeah. I mean, you just never even thought about it because all of his vitals look just wide open. But, but you may have just nicked him or something. He oh, was, I hit he him was in, in a little, little aspen grove yeah. is what the deer was in. And the, he was there was a bush, a bush literally like one twig sticking up, and you can see it in the video. It just shakes. 
the bush just shakes and the arrow dove down into his low leg yeah so that's what caused him to kick up oh and heartbreak oh, so there's man. a two i didn't talk to these guys for like a day straight i had <laughs> the, to break the, him out of it the they, very next morning we got on a really nice yeah thing. i shot like what 160 yeah. yeah and i almost didn't even shoot him and and i had to they talk had him to into, talk shooting into shooting the deer. because i was so set on that monster buck it was a big deer though oh. i mean i think we posted that one on our instagram that was definitely my once. biggest biggest heartbreak i've had a lot of failures but that was the biggest heartbreak that's Phil, it's a good so one. is it failures or it, heartbreak? That's failures, a, heartbreak. That was a failure a, and heartbreak. So yeah, <laughs> that was a failure. As <sighs> I don't know that technically comes through as just a failure, a but bad time in the woods. It was sad. Son. It felt I watched like Ben failure. mope around like son, Eeyore for at I, least like I just lost my hours. favorite dog, son. Like he just died right in front of me. It was. It wasn't easy to watch. It was. <laughs> it was sinister. Yeah, <laughs> it really was. I had to literally. I, I remember that next morning, you know, we was going going hunting, and, and we spotted that buck, and I was like, eh, whatever. It feels like that's a good buck. I'm like, ah, he's okay. He's like, you better not pass that deer up. Yeah, that is a stud. You got him back too, didn't you? Or is he still at the taxidermist? Oh, yeah, he's on the wall. Yeah, that's a giant. So, deer. yeah, he's like, you better not pass that deer up. And I was like, okay. So I shot it. Once, once we got up to him, he was significantly bigger. It actually is one of those deer that were – I didn't think he was that big until we walked. It, he yeah. didn't have ground shrink. Well, I mean, he had already no, shot up. He had growth on the ground. I mean, yeah. think about it is you had seen the 190 the yeah. day before. So everything looks Right, small. so everything but else But it really small. wasn't a small deer, mm. period. Yeah. No, he's a good deer. He's, yeah. he's 160 plus. Yeah. I've never put a tape on him, but I easily 160 plus. Mm. Yeah. Right. Velvet buck. Mr. Phil. I've got one on video for you that I, that is a, just a disappointment of all disappointments. Which one? The one where they called it in. Oh, the elk, yeah. That yeah. is not, that is not my biggest that's disappointment, not, that's trust not me. It. <laughs> but that one's a bad one, though. Because yeah. I know two days later after that, son, the giant. Way worse. Oh. The giant. Now, that was disappointing that time. Yeah, that I'll go ahead that and tell was, that story while we're here. Okay, I'll tell that one, but that is not my greatest disappointment either. Was it the one we shot with the old Grim Reaper? I shot with this Lester? bull. Hold on, tell, tell the okay. first one, though. The first, the first one, <laughs> me and Ben, um, well... I got to rewind. Me and Ryan was hunting, and uh, the night before uh, this heartbreak happens, and um, we was in elk all night, and my brother shoots a, a cow, and we decide to bushwhack across this canyon, and then while climbing over blowdown, I fall on my bow, <laughs> and, you know, we just kept trekking on, and and we pack out, help mistake. pack out my, yeah, mistake. <laughs> we pack out my brother's cow and uh, get back to camp two o'clock in the morning. Everybody's beat. Just go to bed and get up the next morning. Me and Ryan had seen all those elk. And so me and Ben decided to. Ryan was filming you. And he was filming mm -hmm. that evening, yeah. No, he didn't film that morning. It was just me and you. Okay. Yeah. And so we get down in there. Me and Ben spot this whole herd of elk, man, coming up into the trees, into the, uh, into the forest. With a big one. And, uh, yeah, it's a big one. It was a 330, probably 340. So it was a toad then. It was a toad. Was good, good bull. And there was another bull with it that was probably a 270, 285 point. A really nice bull, too. Mm -hmm. And he's just bugling up through there. We get in this little, this little ditch, and we just put ourselves right in the mix of them. 
And uh, so I pull back. This five point comes up like 20 yards broadside. Perfect. There's no better perfect. I mean, it don't get no better. I mean, it just simply don't get any better. And I shoot at this. I pull back, shoot. My arrow flies behind the entire elk. Probably inches, like six inches behind, behind the, whole, the body. whole elk. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. And like 20 or 30 yards. Something. And I said, what? And I thought something had hit, something, you know, something yeah. strange. What in the world? So that elk jumps off. And and so that then we the look up and the big bull comes out. right up from behind that one, Broad but he's about side. 60 yards broadside. And uh, so I knock another arrow, man. I didn't think nothing of it. I'm talking out in the middle of a field. I let her in a little sage flat. Beautiful. What you see in it? Oh, I'm, I'm standing over right over. I'm standing right there ranging him for him. I was saying, oh, here he is, man. Don't miss so, him. I, <laughs> I let her fly, and that arrow didn't even come close to I'm pretty to sure the, the bull didn't even flinch. I think the arrow went into <laughs> another state. You could have threw the arrow better. Yeah. And so at that point, I look at Ben. I'm ready to just snap my bow over my he knee. Said, my bow's jacked. <laughs> so we got back to camp pretty much didn't realize that it had bent the housing on my site and it's you know hindsight you look back you gotta check your equipment when you fall like that <laughs> so you know now <laughs> yeah and so that's a bad one but there was this other time that i in the snow with a good buddy of mine actually the guy that got me into hunting we woke up, I think it was like the 17th maybe of September in Wyoming also. And uh, snow, woke up to like three inches of snow on the ground. We got up on this uh, this area and the man was just chasing elk all morning. Finally caught up to this herd. And I got within, I want to say it was like 54 yards um, of this herd bull giant. And shot him. And I thought it was just a kill shot. Ended up hit him in the shoulder a little bit. Never found the bull, and uh, he we def, we caught up to him. Just he definitely wasn't dead. You know he wasn't gonna die. So. See bigger than the one you shot at with Ben. Hey, he was probably close to the same, but at least I had a fighting chance at that one. Right. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, that's heartbreak. Gosh. Yeah. So that's terrible. I've done that too. That one's one that you can go ahead and chalk up. If you bow hunt, too. this stuff happens. Oh, undoubtedly. Yeah, that shoulder bone, just so you all know. You Try not to go hit through it. it. Try not to. <laughs> I, don't I don't care know. what what broadhead you're using, you're how heavy your shaft is. <laughs> yeah, it's the old turkey broadhead. Yeah. You just slap the thing. So it don't matter what you hit it with. So Kyle, so what's, my what's bad. Yours? I've got several bad ones. Tell but us. But I'll. Um, Narrow it down to top 20. I mean, <laughs> yeah, oh, dude, it's bad. It's bad. Um, so, the first time, so I'd grown up whitetail hunting and whatnot. And the first time that I ever come out west, I, I went with uh, my brother in law and all them, and we was hunting mule deer. And um, mule deer hunting was totally different for me because you can just about road hunt them. What I mean by that is, is a lot of the times you can just drive and you know, yeah, spot them off totally the, legal to, yeah, spot, yeah as long as you're off the road Hop you know x amount of feet yep. you know um so anyways we had spotted some deer they were i don't know five six hundred yards you know so basically what I was doing was driving real slow and glassing and uh, there was this valley at the base of the mountain and there was this absolute giant i mean he's 
you know, he's 160s plus for sure because we shot some big deer that year, and this one ate everything that we've seen. And uh, me and a guy named James Friends, I'm talking like crawled, army crawled, probably, I don't know, a few hundred yards and get in a ditch. <laughs> and we we get in this ditch, and we, we're, we're climbing. And I say a ditch, it's like an old creek bed. And we get 20 yards from this deer, and he is a giant. And everybody's sitting there watching us. We had a crowd of people watching us because you could see where we were from the road. You know, I say road, it's like an old logging path. And they were looking through their binoculars, and they know that I'm just about to just drill this just deer. Wreck him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. Just too good to be. Yeah, sure oh, right. dude, it's so. And I'm I'm talking about. I can see it in Kyle's face. Oh right? God, He's dude, it. <laughs> oh, dude, it's so bad. Um, I was gonna be the hero. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's all there was to it. Well, so we're belly crawling in this stupid creek, and we'd done all kinds of weird stuff to get where we were, and this deer's walking right in front of us. Well, something spooks up the does that were about 60 yards past the deer, so the, the buck's at 20. Well, I jump up at the time, and I holler at this deer, and we stop him at 30. Well, I, I, James is sitting there arranging him, telling, him what, telling me what he was, and I shot him at, like, 50. Well, the deer comes <laughs> he running. He said 30, and you put your 50 oh, on Oh, I just, yeah, I, I did. I blanked out. It's the biggest deer I'd ever seen, you know what I mean? <laughs> And so I just just pulled back and shot, and I shot perfectly over the vitals. And the deer was so big that I stuck him in his horns with the arrow. He comes running out in this field where you know a bunch of our friends were that we were hunting with. That's what needed to be filmed. Oh, I know. And you could see this deer shaking his head because the arrow stuck (laughs) in the side of it. Man, in every since then, it turned into this problem where when I go to shoot at a buck, I get the worst buck fever you've ever seen. It's still prevalent. Oh, oh it's, yeah, it's horrible. This year I missed four or five. And, I mean, it's not like I can't shoot at targets. No, I mean, if we go out and go shoot at targets. doing good. We're going to smoke some targets tomorrow. Yeah, it's the weirdest thing. But if it gets – well, now the elk that I shot two years ago. I you mean, drilled for, that yeah, thing. First shot, 60. And what was weird is the same year that I shot the deer in the horns, uh, two days later I shot my mule deer that I've got mounted on the wall at 62 yards. Mm-hmm. You know, so I don't, I don't know. It's like I freak out for a few days and then finally, I guess, get it under control. I just get really jacked up over animals, you know. I know the feeling, brother. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't so, know that anybody else that is almost yacked <laughs> because of excitement. <laughs> hey, we have that on video, and that's something that, we're, we're eventually probably going to put in the beginning of our podcast, but we, uh, real quick, like we called a, first of all, me and Ryan were relatively new to the old elk hunting, especially in Wyoming and, uh, Ryan, and it was a, so we could listen to it back. Some of those bugles. Like that. Uh, I was, I remember, I remember standing on the mountain cause I called yeah. first and got the bull fired up and then me and, and me and Kyle dropped down the hill, and I remember there was a few that that he let go. Yeah. And I looked at Kyle, and I said, "What? <laughs> what is that? <laughs> it was the worst." And this bull just kept coming. Oh, to he it. was so fired up. Well, man. he probably thought he was about to whip this young bull that yeah. couldn't, sound, you know. Oh, Ryan did everything yeah. right. He even told us. He said, "Man, I didn't know. I messed up on a couple of them because we was." He said fresh. he just kept calling. <laughs> he said, I messed up on a couple of them, but son, that jugger didn't care a bit. He kept no, because you climbed into his bedroom, oh, yeah. son. Yeah. <laughs> He had no choice but to come. So anyway, so this this bull, 
walks past us at, what was he, 60 yards? 60, yeah. And Ben sticks him, ends up shooting this bull about five times because he turns around and comes dead at us. Well, yeah, like ben, Legolas. Yeah, it definitely looked like, le- you, you know when Legolas until he stops rides the shield? <laughs> yes. Okay, it, it's at the Battle of uh, Gondor, I think. And he's, he's riding the shield down. <laughs> he's sitting there shooting the orcs. That's what that elk looked like. Yes. It just if you haven't watched the video, you've missed it. Yeah. You've got to watch it. What, Lord of the Rings? Or the no. Legolas over <laughs> Anybody here. can make a fake movie, son. Ain't everybody can do it in real yeah, life. It's not fake. Yeah. Oh, my bad. Yeah. So, anyways. <laughs> we got a so, anyway, so he shoots this. He shoots this bull, and, and it's a giant. I mean, to us, it was a giant. I mean, even this day, ain't nobody yeah. I know wouldn't shoot it on public land. So, um, <laughs> we get down to the bottom, and Ben goes, guys, he's like, <clears throat> I need some water. And he starts coughing. This idiot starts gagging on the side of the mountain. So just going, I, I, I couldn't stop. He gagged. They're over there laughing their heads off at me. He gagged. I was just about to die on the mountain. Had nothing and he still does this. Uh, maybe not the gagging part. Yeah. I have to have water. After I get that adrenaline that like that, I have to immediately. It's something. I don't know if son, I got a problem, boys. Get it checked out. <laughs> this guy's a weirdo. He's going to have a heart attack one day. <laughs> Just At least I'll die happy. Die right it's going to happen on a Sunday, though, for sure. Oh, I don't kill nothing but on Sunday. Did All you right. kill the one in New Mexico on Sunday? Yes. I, this past year? Yes. I told every year I've ever killed a bull has been on a Sunday. Son, we the ain't hunting Sundays this year. Hey, oh, bull crap. I'll go by my ape self. We're going to have prayer meeting. Yeah. <laughs> we, what do you, how do you think I kill him so I pray every Sunday morning before we go? <laughs> I've seen him do it. <laughs> oh, all right, so I think the, the next thing we wanted to go over, that was kind of the biggest heartbreaks, failures, whatever. Um, let's go over probably the greatest moments. That, you know, our, our, Just each, each one of us. What's the best moment that's most memorable that you've ever had? Let's start us off there, Benjamin. I would say as far as... You, gotta, you have to talk in the mic. Yeah, my bad. Rolled over. I would say as the most memorable, as far as we're just talking about hunting, period. Right. In in my life, one of the most memorable period was taking my boy hunting and letting him shoot his first deer in the excitement. You know, because it was a little spike. Yeah. Whatever. But the night before, he had shot at a doe and just missed it. And son just... I'm talking about a depression fell over him. Yeah. It's just like it hit him like a ton of bricks and you felt the you felt the agony. Yeah. Because he missed it. He's like, Oh man, what have I done? You know, you just felt yeah. it. and then the very next night, Spike comes out and I'd worked with him again the day before, you know, on practice and shooting, where placement, you know, how to make sure you squeeze the trigger right off and everything. And we went over and he did great. And we get up there and we got it on film is on YouTube too, but he uh he squeezed the trigger and, and the thing dropped. And he said, Oh God, he started screaming. As a dad, as a hunter, raising that next generation. Yeah, this is crazy. Son, I can I get tore up, like <laughs> legit get tore up. So about. you really thought you was going to throw up, huh? Get you oh, so man. jacked up. I mean, it. it's one of those things I wish as I was, when I was a kid, that I had that stuff. You know, from, right. but now from now on, that was really one of the most important things to me about mm-hmm. ever filming anything is I've got that. I don't care if nobody in the world watches. Yeah. 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 You will. I've got that for me, for my family. My wife was right there. She filmed it. Yeah. I mean, that excitement. Tell just, the story real quick about uh, Tanner. You didn't want to crush him when he shot that one deer. Oh, he still don't know to this day. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully he don't listen to this podcast. <laughs> He'll be like 15, like, dad, you didn't tell me. This so funny. last year we're hunting. And uh, sitting on one of 
out of my farm or one of my food plots and and uh, he had a doe come in and I told him I said son you're not going to shoot a doe I said or spike we're not doing that you did that last year and we you know we're going to grow up a little bit just slowly and gradually kill something bigger so he said okay I want to shoot something anything bigger than spike I said yep anything bigger than spike so five point comes in and here he goes man he's jacked up this deer comes in and he's 50 yards standing out in the middle of the field broadside he shot he mule kicked i said you got him you smoked him <laughs> long story short i went back and and I, my video camera actually died so i couldn't i wasn't filming but i had went down there started tracking had no blood no nothing i started just trailing down through there kind of where i thought maybe he had went and uh I jumped the deer, so I was oh, there he is right there. So I went ahead and shot again and just rolled him up, you know. I got up to the deer, and he had hit him in the toe. <laughs> in I'm talking toe. literally in the toe. In the hoof. <laughs> like, he split his hoof even more than they're normally split. <laughs> <laughs> That's where he hit him. And then I just didn't have the heart to tell him he didn't kill that deer. Yeah. I, I, I was like, son, you got him, buddy. <laughs> and just the pure joy. Oh, I could, ain't no way I could take that away from uh, him. Because uh, oh, he, you know, he was upset. We didn't find blood. Yeah. And he's like, oh, dad. He found some toenail, though. Oh man, <laughs> found a little bit of. He's like, "Oh, Dad, do you think I got him?" I said, "Buddy, he kicked." I, I mean, I don't know, you know. <laughs> and then when we found him, I was like, "I ain't, I can't tell him. <laughs> he needs a pedicure." <laughs> yeah. Oh, all right, Phil. What you got? What's the most memorable moment? I mean, we know you've got a kid, so don't don't do yeah. the Ben story. Well. I mean, that would be a highlight is watching my son, you know, kill his first animals. But uh, for myself, most memorable would be probably the, uh, I mean, probably the first elk I ever killed, honestly. Yeah, up to the day, probably the, I mean, there's a lot of memorable moments. I mean, some whitetails, some. But I'd probably say hunting in general would be the elk I killed, the first bull that I killed ever. And just north of where we're at right here. So it was a good time. Got in there the very first time I've ever elk hunted in my life. We pull into camp. We was meeting a guy up there. And we pull in, literally drove all night from Indiana all the way to Colorado, western Colorado. And, uh, we pull over in there and and we uh get out and the guys the guy that we were going to meet there he his camp all set up and he's like man you guys want to just kind of you guys want to just grab some food real fast and maybe make some sandwiches and then we'll just kind of go riding around and check the place out and i said well i'm gonna set my tent tent up real quick and then me and cameron's going hunting and so we uh, set up the tent in like 15 minutes, jump on a quad, and we quad over this area that I looked up on the map, and uh, we jump off our quads and hike down and sit on the side of this just this little knob and just glass and didn't know what we were doing. Didn't I had never even seen an elk, and uh, then I look up, probably was glassing for probably half an hour or something, and look up and there's this what i think was a cow down in this bottom probably about 1200 yards away or something me and cameron 
bust it down through there. I said, there's an elk down there. There's only one thing to do. Let's go kill the thing. <laughs> and uh, we get down in there, and this bull, we we never seen the cow again, but this bull bugles right on the side of the hill. So I just, I had, on the way out there, we stopped, and I bought like a little Primos, a uh, little green. You got to bite down on it a little bit and call. I, don't even, I can't even remember I what they're called. But uh, squeaked a few times, didn't even know what I was sounding like. But the bull just come rushing off the mountain, shot it, heart shot it, died 10 yards, walked up to it. <laughs> Lucky joke. <laughs> like within, you know, an hour and a half of getting to camp and just, you know, super lucky. But, man, it was jacked up. Just couldn't believe on the size of the animal, you know, we – Normally hunt, you know, he had deer. Some kind of funky horns too, didn't he? Yeah, he had kind of a messed up rack. It was like a five by three or something. Had his rack is all grown off strange ways. You still know. have it? Yeah. But uh, that would be the probably overall. That's what started. Of accomplishment. Yeah, that's what started the madness. Yeah. So. If I had to, going over, you know, kind of everything with us, I would definitely say like, the, the New Mexico hunt in general, just because of all the circumstances and stuff. So in the video, nobody knows it, but while we were packing in to our first camp, I actually got a phone call, and they told me that uh, my mom had breast cancer and uh, completely devastated me. Um, you know, we were up there, and, like, we said a prayer on top of the hill. I was pretty tore up about it because it was really, you know, out of the blue. I mean, my mom's a super healthy lady. And so, like, you know, my, I guess, mental state probably wasn't where it needed to be because i'm pretty really in fact i'm really close to my parents we live right down the road from them i'm at their house nearly every day and and uh so i just felt like i needed to be there and it was really hard to get my mind back into uh, elk hunting and we had hunted for i guess at that time almost on what four days yeah, five days four days yeah we had already we was already at 50 60 miles mm-hmm. we weren't seeing nothing weren't hearing anything we had spotted a few elk a few thousand yards away and then um that night after we packed in um i went to one side of the one side of the mountain and then ben and ryan went to the other and kenny was on the other side and uh i probably heard 70 80 100 bugles well that night i told ryan i said hey we're and it was his hunt the next morning i said we're hunting over here man he wouldn't agree with me on nothing he was gonna fight me tooth and toenail I was like, dude, we're hunting over here on this other side. And I said, Kenny and Ben are going to go, you know, to the opposite side of the where we were hunting this area. And um, so anyways, we got up that morning. We ended up uh, jumping a small, when I say jumping, we cow called and we had a little small bull come in. He probably wasn't 220, 240. Uh, he come at us and he got about 80, 90 yards from us. The wind was real shifty that morning and ended up messing him up. So we walked to the top of a mountain and uh, took some naps, and we had a storm roll in. As a storm rolled in, it started lightning, and in between the lightning and thunder, we heard a bull just sound off, turn around, put our binos down there, seen a giant herd bull with probably five, six cows. We was trying to come off the edge of this mountain, and uh, it was too, too steep to try to cut him off. He was already gone, so we went ahead and went down to the ridge that he was on, and I mean, all this is on video, and you know you can see it. But went down the ridge that he was on, and uh, he 
a cow called once. We had a little small spike come look at us. He barked at us, and I was like, well, you know, that's the end of that. So we just was like, we're in elk everywhere. And um, I told Ryan, I said, well, hey, let's sneak up to the top of this next ridge. And I said, what we'll do is we'll see if we can hear that other bull that was bugling. We're walking, and I grab Ryan by the shoulder, and 40 yards from us is Ryan's bull just staring at us. And I was freaking out. So anyways, you can watch it all on the video. But he ends up, the bull turns, walks 30 yards to the left. Ryan smokes him. He runs 20 yards. Ryan's put two more arrows in him, fell over. It was just a super, you know, surreal moment in in both of, you know, how it took place because we were so wore out. It was one of the moments because of what had taken place. I mean, I didn't shoot the bull, but, I mean. Sense of accomplishment. Oh, man, for sure. And the thing about it is, is me and Ryan had always kind of hunted by Ben's side or by Phil's side. You know, and it was kind of that time where, you know, we had – I'd asked Ben if we felt like a proud dad. He said, oh, dude, he was smiling from ear to ear when we come back with them bullhorns. They've accomplished it. Yeah, you know, I said, did you raise this right? So probably my most memorable hunt was a bull that I didn't even kill, and it'll be hard to ever top that one, especially after all that walking we'd done. It was miserable. There's so much effort that you put into it to, yeah. to be able to the one opportunity you get to capitalize on it. Yeah. And it's just – it'll get no better. Oh, it was nice. Don't matter if you're if you're the one hunting or not. That's and that's one thing I've really appreciated about elk hunting that I don't feel like most people experience with whitetail hunting, is the fact that I get just as jacked up or more. I, I remember when you shot your bull in Wyoming, son. I couldn't hardly hold the camera oh, steady, yeah. shaking to beat six. I was, you know, freaking out. And it's just that uh, the I think you get more camaraderie with you know elk hunting and and being in the normal doing. Plus, you get that struggle. You know, and I, and I guess people that are raised with it, that are that elk hunt all the time, you know, they're probably numb to it. But you know, us coming from whitetail hunting our whole lives, man, it is just we can't get away from it. Mm-hmm. It's well, different. The, the style we elk hunt is is more or less a team effort. Yeah, mm-hmm. oh, yeah. You know, sure. you can go out and rifle hunt elk, but you know, the way we do it in in archery season, it takes a team to to do it correctly. So yeah. Oh yeah, it really does. When it comes together, and like this is just the way it is. So yeah. whenever, whenever it, the plan that we practice comes together, it's a beautiful thing. Oh my goodness, we literally. Easy ben. I really ben, about Ben's kill these thinking dudes. about getting up in Wyoming right now. I about kill these dudes. I get so jacked up. They don't. They know. This you guy's got a you problem. You can't get too close to him. <laughs> it's coming. I mean, all right. So feel like. Just like Eric, you're the bull that I called in for you in Wyoming, the Which first one? one, the first one that you shot, that sense of accomplishment. I mean, he's over there pointing at me like, yeah, that's all you. I'm pointing at him like, no, that's all you. <laughs> oh, that was some of the best teamwork I've oh. ever, literally out of every time I've ever elk hunted, that was what we done I'm. Uh, you're talking was, about the one by the wall. Yeah, we yeah. called him right up in your lap. Yeah, yeah. that's him. Like everything was, Ben was swinging around. The elk was, he circling. was being a little stubborn at first, but he was, he would, the elk would kind of try to circle and he would swing and everything went, I mean, as picture perfect as it can be. Shot him at 23 yards, maybe. Then, yeah. And then the second one, I mean, we were sitting there that morning. Oh, man. And that, Phil I was, was not in that, a good, he was in a bad state. I was not in a good state. He that was, was after the, the uh, episode with the the, the big, bow, yeah, it's literally like what two or three days later. Yeah, the, he'd done, you know, September eleventh. Yeah, so then the next day we're out there, whatever, and 
I remember sitting on the log, like he's like, "Let's go, let's get out of here." I we said, was messing around. There was a, there was some other people that came in riding a quad yes. right down through where we were through hunting. the hot spot. And I mean, we were we were there first. First off, they they quadded past our vehicle and quadded down in there where the elk. I mean, we'd seen elk right there. They just no, they don't care, man. And and I had had it. I sit down and let I look in. I said, uh, "I am leaving." This. I said, I was, no, I'm "Let's just bugle. go somewhere I'm else." Bugle again, <laughs> and this bull man just shows Sounds up right there. Off. It wasn't just one; there was two, or, and yeah. then there was just a bunch of cows and just fired up. We went to work. Phil slipped in there on him. I, I distracted him. Called oh yeah, to him. Phil slipped. That's up one in thing. There. The old distraction. He works up in there just as good sometimes yeah. as the because they're focusing on the noise and not yeah. you moving in there at them yeah smoked him son good times so we can sit here and talk about elk hunting oh, okay. all night i'll tell you what one thing son if you if you you get in that moment there literally <laughs> get a little real here but those moments like there that bonds a friendship like nothing else mm-hmm. you don't you don't forget those moments too quick no that's just yeah. like Kyle's deer son that he shot this past year. No, I think Ben was as happy as I was. If not more. <laughs> I, was, <laughs> oh, I was jacked up, dude. It's always sure. good to, to to accomplish these things with with your buddies. Yep. Oh, yeah. Oh, for sure. So, all right. Well, we were at 33 minutes. I mean, I hate to cut us off, but, man, I don't know how much these people even want to listen to it. We're going to find out. <laughs> we're going to find us. out. I will say this. Me and Phil have been working on this stupid podcast and trying to get it on iTunes all day. It has not been easy. No, and it's it's 11 o'clock at night. Well, but we yeah. don't give up. Yeah. We you got to know the determination. <laughs> we don't give up. Nope. I, we've probably created 37 iTunes accounts just trying to get this stinking thing <laughs> to go through. So anyways, I, I do think that we got it figured out. So hopefully when you're hearing this, it's on the iTunes account. If this is something you're enjoying, we're going to go ahead and sign off now, but... Make sure you guys share this podcast. Yeah, that's ideal. There's going to be a lot and of rate cool it. If stuff. you see it on iTunes, it's a good thing to rate it. I don't know if you're gonna where you're going to see it at. So if you do see it on iTunes. Tell your buddies. Spread the More word. or less what we're, we're trying to do is with this podcast is educate. And and yeah, I know, you know, we're just starting with this thing in these first two episodes here. But, you know, coming up, we'll, we'll have a lot more in-depth topics and we're just easing into this, getting a feel for it. So don't yeah. get don't get too disheartened if you're bored. It's yeah, or you can just good. message us and say, hey, we want to hear. Good yeah, definitely message us and tell us what you want to hear about. Yeah, that's a good idea. On Instagram, yeah, Facebook, sure. whatever. So, uh, well. Trophy line saddles. Yeah, we got a shout out to him. He's going to get like three or four of these. He's going to have to up it, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We're going to have to have like gold-plated saddles by the time this is over. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, we appreciate all y'all listening, and um, I don't know. I don't. We'll probably do this weekly, bi-weekly, or something like that. We're gonna record a bunch of them. Thanks for listening. This is the Unguided Outdoors podcast. Signing off.